Nothing fans. Oh, I can't. That was a little fast. Let's do it again. Hey. Oh my God! You hear that voice, people of the earth? Do you hear that voice out there? Not for nothing. Uh, that's John Sargent, as promised, as advertised. Long-awaited appearance here. Sitting in for K. Chris for the first half an hour until he calls in from one of his many vacations of the year. I feel honored to be filling in his shoes. Uh, well, John, he's basically always on vacation, right? He's always on vacation. And John, you're a natural fit. I'm, su- I'm surprised and sorry it's taken this long. It's been a long time. In the studio. For those of you who aren't regular listeners, which is no one, John, <laughs> John, was, John was our first producer. Uh, For we, two grand oh, episodes. We did two episodes of a different podcast. no one podcast. will ever hear. Nope. They didn't even go into the world. I have, no. I have them. I've edited one or two of them. You edited one? I think I edited the first one, like chopped it together, and then the second one I just gave up. It I actually was, told I told a story on the second one that I I should not have told. I know that that's the only thing I remember at all about yeah. that podcast yeah. was that moment of connection. Where we can't we go. Both, we can't go into it, yeah. but that it presented a <laughs> dilemma going forward with the podcast because I Wait, thought, why not go into it? We should since it didn't ever get published. We should have that thing out there and publish it. So let's just. What I'll say is I'm that joking. Don't I, do it. I what I said what I'll say is that I tried to figure a workarounds. Like I tried to like bleep out the whole story as a joke. To have like a 30 seconds of like beam, like covering up and then to cut it out with your shocked laughter at the <laughs> at the revelations in the story. None of which have anything to do with me. And, and that's why I ended up not being able to well, tell that, it. That was also or the, repeat it. the beauty of that podcast was that John was mixing it live with us. Um, as and we, jumping as we all got drunk and then, yeah, we would just be like, John, what's the what? Please, do you have an answer to that question or. By the second episode, John was just giving us information because we were getting everything wrong. Yeah, yeah. I think I had a, a an answer for your question about the, the the show. You guys had some obsession with um a a show about a barber. What's that? What's about that a barber? Yeah, a show about a barber. I mean, there's the name escapes me. I never there's watched never it. Been a, you mean a, like a sitcom about a barber? Yeah, what was it called? There's I've, never I, been a sitcom about a barber. And Chris, I, right now, I apologize if there was a sitcom about te- a barber. I've texted you about this theme about. song. No, and never mind. It's not going to come. A barber? We're going to yeah. figure it out by the end of the show. I feel so stupid right now. I think that Chris might be... You can text a you guy, about it. Like he a, must he know. Was like, oh, man, ugh, this frustrates the hell out of me. And I promise you it wasn't a barber. There's no, no way. No, maybe not. I thought it was, it's something about hairstyles or what's the name of that? Anyway. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, let's, let's get out of that world. Anyway, uh, that was, that was John's introduction. Short lived. Into, into podcasting with us. Yeah. Uh, but it was good practice. It was. And now you guys are here. You guys have moved up. Yeah. We're, you don't even need it. You produce yourselves. We are self, you self-producing. You put me out of a job. Well, we we had kind of a producer. We called him a producer, but he quit. <laughs> <laughs> like me. Yeah, but he never told us. Also like me. We also have an intern now, which is great. Really? Yeah. Wow, what does your intern do? Uh, he does he he does like formulas. He goes into his nerd cave. He's all so he, he gives you guys like he basically does, stats. He's he does like, what this we is how do. many listeners you guys have? He, no, no. He he basically does what we do, which is picking 
NFL games against the spread better than us. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, he t- probably puts more work into the picks than you guys do, right? Right. But that's but that's neither here nor there either, John, because the reason you're here today isn't just because Chris is in absentia. It is because... It's because I was listening a, a couple weeks ago, and you brought up supergroups. Supergroups. Now, before anybody thinks that we're talking about something with any cultural relevance at all, let me make it clear that we're referring to something very specific happening mostly in the rock world, but occasionally in the worlds of country music and hip hop, where artists, in particular musicians from bands that have already established their reputation, decide to combine forces to produce something that is much lesser than whatever it was that established their reputation. Right. With certain exceptions. Right. Which is what now in in reference to to basketball is well that's where supergroups came up was in reference yeah. to basketball chris who had no idea who most of the supergroups i mentioned were and i didn't even mention good ones which is why i'm glad you're back but yeah, he didn't we've done want our to, research now. he didn't want to delve into it and that's why i'm so excited that you're yeah. here today so we can get deep into supergroups well so i think also part of the reason that i'm willing to come on at this point is we're talking about the nba which is something that I'm actually kind of interested in. I'm not interested in the NFL, but something has happened over the course of my brief span of research <clears throat> into the supergroup phenomenon and into the 2017-2018 season of the NBA, which is now I'm excited about neither. I'm not <laughs> excited about the NBA season. I think it's going to suck just like supergroups suck. It's it's a good I mean I think what we're what we're getting into right now and just talking on the way over here with john like i think we're sort of coming to the same conclusion yeah that both as, with inis- as went inescapable the super rock the super team in basketball no matter how successful will always have a sheen or a, a lack of sheen of just yeah. being a super group in in nature and in name it feels thrown together it feels gimmicky i mean the most potent example i can think of in the world of basketball and it's an unfair one, I think. But the Brooklyn Nets with KG and Paul Pierce on them? No. Okay, John, we're already going to disagree here. So let's start. Let's let's you let's, bet, let's set you some bet ground. on their some, series with the some Heat, gra- if I remember gra- correctly. Some ground rules here. So, it, in reference to this season, there are what ESPN calls, and we'll use ESPN as the as the the point of reference. Five super teams. That would be the Cavs. Yeah. The Celtics, OKC, yeah. the Hawks. The Hawks? Yeah, because what? they have... No, no, sorry, not the Hawks. The, the Rockets. The Rockets. Yeah. yeah, the Rockets. And then who am I missing? So that's... Oh, and are the Warriors. Are they counting the Warriors? Obviously. That, yeah, so that's when so you those mentioned the Warriors. Those yeah. are your super teams. Those are teams yeah. that have amassed pre-existing superstar talent or, I mean, what franchise talent Yeah. to try, right. to, Each to, try of, to defeat the, the other one or... To be the best, if that's... I guess. It's hard even to imagine that they are coming to the season with the expectation of being the best. Right. Well... That's why it's so depressing. I think what... You know, it's... So, I personally think the first super team was the Celtics of KG, Paul Pierce. Not the Nets, but... And and, and, and and Ray Allen. And the Heat preceded the Nets as well. Right. We can call that a super team, That was a super team, and I think that's a good place to start because... In my mind, the LeBron James of super rock supergroups is Eric Clapton. I was about to say Eric Clapton. So <laughs> he's I, only been my, in supergroups. He's only been in supergroups. You start you, with the Yardbirds, 
super group. You know, Jeff Beck, Jimmy Page later joined those groups. Then you go on to Cream, which I don't know what Jack Bruce and Ginger Baker did before Cream, but they were. I think the f- they both. I think they both just like waited for a band. They yeah, both were kind of assholes. That yeah, nobody liked any of yeah. these guys. They didn't like anybody else, and they don't really like each other. No, but then Ginger Baker went on with Eric Clapton to be in Blind Faith. Right. So, that like you know. That's Dwayne Wade. Exactly. So like Dwayne Wade, the Ginger Baker. Yeah, I okay. guess so. <laughs> Ginger Baker's cooler than Dwayne Wade. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily. I think we're in agreement here with Eric Clapton, and like Eric Clapton, I don't, or like LeBron James and Eric Clapton, I don't want to spend a ton of time. No, but on I do them. think we need to emphasize the fact that the reason the parallel works is that LeBron James has had success in all of these different iterations, like. You know, LeBron James winning the championship in Cleveland is like Eric Clapton having the hit Layla with Derek and the Dominoes. Right. Like, you know. So then would his Layla unplugged version be like when he started in Cleveland and didn't have a super group? No. And he would just had to be like, like, that's like tears in heaven. Tears in heaven <laughs> is if LeBron is ever like the last man standing in Cleveland, like if he doesn't go on to form... And like an even worse super team with Chris Paul and and Mello in L.A. If he's ever just the last guy standing, and Cleveland fans are sticking with him and like sobbing with him at each subsequent loss, then at that point he's going to be like unplugged Tears in Heaven era Eric Clapton. Okay, and I hope that that's where it goes. I so, think that would be nice. So, but with the Cavs now, with what I don't know if there is an Eric Clapton related supergroup that really parallels the Cleveland Cavaliers as they're configured right now. No, I don't, and I don't think know if so. there I don't know if there are good parallels for the teams that, no, that exist. I, I came up with one more in doing my research, which is that Russell Westbrook is to OKC what Les Claypool is to Oysterhead. Okay. So Oysterhead comprised of three, you know, pretty dominant figures. I can't believe figures. we're already doing Oysterhead. I I was I was pretty convinced that you were gonna stay away from Oysterhead as a non a non-starter but the- well here's my here's my point okay so Mello, I, I Mello both, and Paul so George Mello and Paul George they're the you know the Trey Anastasio and the Stuart Copeland of Oysterhead but who's who it, who's who Mello's gotta be Mello's Copeland definitely yeah definitely and then Russell Westbrook is Les Claypool like Les Claypool plays for two seconds on the base it, nothing else matters. Like, nothing else that's happening has any impact. Like, it right. is Les Claypool's fan. He's just driving to the lane. Yeah. Exactly. He's got the phaser and- on his base. <laughs> like, you don't forget that he's playing and he's, you know, like, he dominates this the mix. That's going to be Westbrook season. And I also think that everybody is going to be the worse off for it. Well, that's a good point. So, Oysterhead in, in this configuration with Trey Anastasio, whatever the fuck his name is, and Copeland, is, is like, Primus... Claypool is always Primus. Yeah, exactly. It's always going to sound like Primus. OKC is always going to look like OKC. Yeah. yeah. So those other dudes have to just kind of fill yeah. in and appreciate the greatness that they're <laughs> yeah. around, even though they might be better players. Yeah, exactly. They're going to be like, wow, listen to that dude shred. They didn't know that they weren't getting that. Like, And that's yeah. the same with Melo, and it's the same with... And weirdly, people are hopeful that the fact that they are aware of what's going to happen is going to lead to some success or is going to lead to them 
accepting the situation when they're in the moment. And I just think it's not going to work not. out. I think that I think Oysterhead might have ultimately ended because of Trey's drug addiction, or at least that's what they would have put it on. But <laughs> no one wanted to be in that band. They no. probably played two shows and were like, we got to get out of this. Yeah, totally. How to get out of this. Stuart Copeland was in the police. He doesn't right. want to play. Like, he's played with Sting, like, t- you know, playing tasteful quarter notes on the bass. Like, he doesn't want to listen to Les Claypool. Our name is Mud. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Mud, in the worst segue ever, I did find a supergroup that I didn't know existed. Uh, I found, my, I found in several. My, in my research. <laughs> one called uh, The Wonder Girls. Yeah, you put me that one. The music mem- isn't on Spotify. You can't even listen to it. It's so, but they did. I mean, I felt like a supergroop had to have at least released an album, and I believe they released an album. That's a the good Wonder question. Girls, the Wonder Girls were comprised of Ian Asbury on lead vocals from The Cult, and then every shitty person from yeah. 1990. Mark McGrath is in there. Mark McGrath's in it. There's a puddle of mud guy, which is, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know any of their I names. I love the weird figures who end up in on the supergroup stage. Like, the I, the classic example for me is Tommy Stinson from The Replacements playing with Guns N' Roses at the MTV, like, Video Music Awards. You're like, Tommy Stinson, you were in a great band. I mean, you were an awful person, so right. that's probably how he ended up in Axl Rose's orbit. He probably got paid $2 million or to play Or he probably was, like, just attract shitty people attract shitty people. Yeah. The, the Wonder Girls, not to beat a dead horse, because <laughs> there isn't a parallel team unless, I mean, I don't know what's going on in like Orlando. Maybe the Magic <laughs> yeah. are like the Wonder Girls. First of all, terrible name, jazz. like the Magic. Also, yeah, and also if you Google them, Two there's... members of Orgy. Like, yeah. isn't Orgy two members? I mean, I don't know how many people it takes to <laughs> to do a dance version of someone else's song <laughs> as your entire catalog. Yeah, but which the producer probably programs I for you. I feel like a supergroup is diminished by bringing on someone else from the existing band you're in. I hate when I see yeah. like two dudes that got along. So would that be one of your rules? Because Audio Slave, which fulfills a lot of requirements for the supergroup, three of those members three of those members played in Rage together. Audio well, Slave is comprised it, of the Rage Against the Machine uh, rhythm section and the Soundgarden lead, say, yeah. lead singer. Why does Soundgarden always have to come in pairs? Like, why does every super super group that Chris Cornell ever was in, rest in peace, uh, <laughs> he was like, I shouldn't oh, have laughed at that. Along? I feel really bad. <laughs> can you come along too? I can't handle Pearl Jam by myself. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And that's also the, the deal with the two Pearl Jam guitarists, right? They're like inseparable from each other. Yeah. They're like Gossard and Brad. Wasn't they, weren't they in the, that band, Brad? I don't know about Brad, but they were in <laughs> Temple of the Dog together. I'll give you one guess of what a band like with the name Brad it sounds like yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah. a worse version of Pearl Jam I would assume yeah I mean yeah. if they're no I don't want to get get into that so you but think Temple that of the Dog doesn't count we're no, r- no, ruling no. them out because they're yeah. not a super group because they were they weren't be- Pearl Jam before no what about Mad Season if we're talking grunge because that was also I oh believe, I don't know that one who's in Mad Season it's, it's Alice in Chains and other like Mud Honey yeah and probably someone from Green River which yeah which was like all of those band, all of those bands in the grunge era, all have the, think, like common roots in I think Green River. Grunge bands should be excluded from the supergroup list. But what about um, fuck? What was it? Oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to what curse I've on no- here. What I've no- you can cor- you can curse. What I've noticed, John, in supergroup world, is that it lends itself well. Oh yeah. To what about fa- Velvet Revolver? Well, Chris, uh, hold uh, on, hold uh, on. Stuart Wyland. Does he count? Back up. Back up. So, I noticed. In my m- medium research, Prague was a big supergroup. Prague is world. big on supergroups. 
grunge because they like to shred together grunge is big on super groups and emo there are a million oh emo yeah super groups that i don't know anyone postal of service any, yeah there's they one count. with like jared leto's brother is yeah. in a super group yeah shannon leto who yeah. apparently was in 30 seconds to mars back then i don't know how long 30 seconds to mars has been a band i don't uh, since like 1999 we'll that's terrible it. but probably 2004 uh th- but that's like that's like saying like like stephen curry's brother is counts as a super yeah. a super player yeah, he no. doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't. A, or just, just because Holiday. they like played basketball in their backyard it doesn't yeah. it, it doesn't yeah. count you can't you can't you can't be in a super group so so what i've i i think that in my definition what i would consider true super groups are individual members from individual bands with pre-existing harsh. superstardom and yeah. they had to record one record and they had to record one record. So you can't count Dukes of September, the oh, touring review band and you can't have a with name. Donald Fagan, no, no. Michael McDonald, no, 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 Boz no, 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 Skaggs. No. That's a dope super group, but that's, yeah. that's also like cruise ship music. Like that's yeah. a, like they're, they're like, we'll be on a cruise ship. Like yeah. it's not really a band. They all Playing know your each favorite hits. That yeah. We all kind of wrote together. No, I also think the band can't have a single person's name in the name of the band. It can't be Ginger Baker's flying dutchman yeah or blank in the all-stars like ringo star and his oh, all-star yeah, his, band it doesn't Fuck count that. so i don't even know who he had in there here's what i didn't even look here's that what up i think super the super groups of super groups are i'm gonna give you a single one and you can tell me if you think it is indeed a super group and right. if you think that there's a basketball parallel. if it passes the test yeah okay then one other thing i noticed was Hip-hop doesn't have a lot of supergroups. Weirdly, because you'd think that the genre would lend itself well to supergroups. Same with R&B. Yeah, and not a lot exactly. of R&B supergroups. And same with country music. Like, I listened a little bit of the... I listened a little bit to the Highwaymen. Well, let's start there, because I think the Highwaymen are an actual supergroup. Yeah. But no one plays, like, drums on the Highwaymen. They're still all using session musicians. Yeah. But there, but there's a collective group. Yeah. And, it, and the Highwaymen actually, I think, had a little bit of a revolving door. But for the most part, it was Willie, Johnny, Merle, and Waylon. Or was um, Merle in there? No, it was like some other dude, I, like Chet Baker I or think some Chris, random dude. I think Chris Christopherson might there have been There you go. There you go. You got it. And they all blend together for me. So I think that, that that sounds like the Rockets to me. Like, you've got these guys who have... Texas. Established, yeah, it's Texas. They've established the reputation on, like, pretty firm ground. I mean... Some of them might be a little long in the tooth. Yeah, exactly. And you can definitely imagine that everybody is, it's not, we're not talking like one singer and then a band like coalesces around them. We're talking multiple singers, you know. That all kind of have the same, different different styles and different voices, but the same approach to their game. Yeah, and they're like, Chris Paul and James Harden are going to be competing for who like brings the basketball up in the floor. So who's the Willie Nelson? Who's the, well, probably Harden because of the beard, but yeah. Willie would take a backseat even though he knows he's the strongest. Yeah, technically, totally. of all of them. Totally. <laughs> he also has a one-dimensional game. Like Willie's always going to sound like Willie no matter what. Yeah. I would say that that qualifies as a good James Harden parallel. I also think that uh, Chris Paul is Johnny Cash. Yeah. He's like the old hand. And secretly shitty. Yeah. Well, you think Johnny Cash is secretly yeah, shitty? Yeah, I don't get it. I'm no, I don't get Chris not at Paul. All. I don't I get do, Chris Paul. I'm not a fan. I don't get Johnny Cash. I also think... I, I think just... I think every single one of these super teams that you look at, 
you just imagine their fan bases trying to get excited and then You're ultimately not getting, getting a depressed. Good feeling inside. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they're going to be happy that Chris Paul is on their team. Well, so that's a really good point. Because if you look at Boston, they the city yeah. of Boston, which is a good sports city, I've heard, uh, yeah, got behind Isaiah. Yeah, they rallied behind this guy, and and he put them on his shoulders. They put him on their shoulders. Yeah, and then unceremoniously, the biggest dick in all of basketball, Danny yeah. Ainge, who runs a team like <laughs> he ran a team, and he, like and an then, asshole. Yeah, got rid of him, and now they're going to try to fit Kyrie in there. And I think you're right. I think that this is an example where. The city might be a little... They might not want to get behind. I don't think they're going to have reason to be stoked. I mean, they've got Brad Stevens and, and that weird Gordon Hay- Haywood yeah, that people totally. think is way better than I really think he is. Yeah. I think he's I think he's pretty overrated. I think that Kyrie has... Kyrie never went to the playoffs before he played with LeBron, right? Kyrie also never went to play defense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his whole life. It's not going to be good. So the parallel I came up with was, I was listening a little bit to Velvet Revolver. Okay. Now, I don't now know if they would qualify. I don't know if they would qualify. They're not grunge. I don't even <clears throat> think Stone Temple Pilots, they were like, they would have been whatever they, was popular at the time. They were just guys yeah. that wanted to be famous. Yeah, totally. I mean, you can tell because the Scott Weiland, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. I don't really care. Rest in, in his, oh yeah, they're all, these guys are all dead now. Yeah. Um, in his, in the like, the video for their, biggest hit he's got black nail polish on so he's got like a little bit of a goth look but he's also wearing a cowboy hat so they're clearly like they could have gone either way yeah i mean they're i remember their early videos he had like dyed red spiky hair and a yeah. goatee and was like totally the like like kind of trashy like skate guy that wasn't yeah. like a punk or knew how to skateboard mm. like and, and he sounds trashy too yeah but anyway he i, think I mean he, we i don't want to speak speak ill of the <laughs> <laughs> of the unexpectedly dead um although you've I think definitely like called out my disrespect here i mean first i laugh when you say rest in peace to chris cornell I'm which fe- i'm feeling I, uninspired i should I think say I'll that, start a fire i should say that the day after chris cornell killed himself i listened to hunger strike probably 20 times so i've i've paid my dues Anyway, I, I think... Am, I mean, I, do, do you want to do a couple bars? We, who do you want? You want Vetter or you want Cornell? I don't... You know, I knew that it would come to this, but... I don't mind stealing bread I don't think I can do the Cornell part. I'm going hungry. That was pretty good. It was on yeah. key. I can't quite get up there, though. Anyway, I think that Boston's going to... Uh, Boston's going to be like Velvet Revolver. Like... You listen to a little bit of it. You get a little bit of the slash guitar sound. No one knows a single Velvet you Revolver get, yeah. song. Yeah, and they're not going to be successful. Like but you're going to have did, some. They did have. I think they sold a lot of records. Yeah, they're, if you look them up on Spotify, they've they're tens of millions of hits for their hit song, which is called Slither, and it's really bad. <laughs> I can see Scott Whalen Wyland uh, in leather pants. Yeah, totally. Just like being Just like kind of wagging. He's like, hey guys, <laughs> what about a song called Sliver? <laughs> Sorry, slither, not sliver, slither, and they would be slash is like I don't give a fuck. I, d- I really don't. I want paycheck. <laughs> Who are you again? <laughs> Here's my part. Is that Michael Jackson? I don't know. I'm slash peace. <laughs> they replace me with the guy who wears chicken bucket on his head. Yeah, like, totally. They just were like, he has no, he has no reason to. Axel was They're like, like I, I can't have a guitar player that has. Let's eyeballs. get, let's get rid of. <laughs> <Just> get rid- <laughs> no, I can't see his eyes. That's the only. Don't look at me. 
Let's switch out the big top hat for the bucket. Yeah. Sla- I mean, I, I've actually read Slash's autobiography. Yeah, you've read, you read all I, of these I love, books. Yeah, you read I, the, hey, you're the giving Dirt, me, you're right? You're giving me great segue. I have read The Dirt. I do have a place in my heart for butt rock or hair metal or whatever yeah. you want to call it, which leads me to, and we're running out of time already. I knew this was going to happen, but this leads me to another super group I wanted to touch upon. Which I was trying to think of the name the other night, and finally I, I found it. I knew it was a food or an animal, hmm. and it's Chicken Foot. Oh yeah, Chicken Foot. Sammy Hagar's super group. Yes, one of many. Yeah, I mean all Sammy Hagar's <laughs> groups are super groups because he's fucking Sammy fucking Hagar. And then and then really the Red Rifle. I think Chicken Foot can bring us to a couple crucial points. Well, about who's in Chicken Foot? If you could Joe Satriani. Is in there with Sammy Hagar, which Yeesh. makes and no sense. I think there are a couple other badasses, like badasses, <laughs> but not so badass. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure the guy that looks like the the guy that looks like fucking Hello Sa- San Diego. What the fuck is his name? The Chad Smith from from Chili Peppers. He's the oh drummer. yeah, Chad Smith is in it. Yeah, he is, and he looks like Will Ferrell. Yeah, and so Chicken Foot. There's and there's one other guy. Yeah. Chicken Foot, A, it's clear from the name, they don't give a shit about what they're doing. If you read their Wikipedia page, there's some joke about, like, how they got their name. It's a derogatory term for the peace symbol, so that's kind of badass, but they all they were having a discussion in the studio, and they're like, a chicken's talon has three feet, and we were three guys, so we decided to call it Chicken Foot. But there were four guys, John. Oh, no, apparently there weren't. Oh, wait. <laughs> Three guys in front, and one guy heel. in the back. That's yeah, Who's in the, the heel. heel? <laughs> a chicken foot. None of the guys we mentioned. Also, is a chicken foot a foot? I don't think so. I think it's a talent. Right? So yeah. shouldn't they have been chicken talent? S- that would have been a better name. name. And and you, also a and band, you're jamming you these pieces together that make no sense. Like what Josie you can't replace Eddie Van Halen with Joe Satriani. They're completely different. Well, you, can't replace, you can't replace David Lee Roth with, with Sammy, Sammy Hagar. Hagar. So with. it's yeah. all it's all one half and two or the other or something. We're continually bastardizing all of these rock bands. We are, and the, but I think you're getting the point. And the point is, is that it, the music tried this. Yeah. It's a it's a, but you know what? I will say, music hasn't learned. No. There's a new generation of supergroups that are Do that s- are there starting. Are, there are supergroups that consider themselves supergroups that. Aren't supergroups like the Postal Service? Yeah, that's not a supergroup. <laughs> Fuck yourself. <laughs> You're fucking not. You're not supergroup. There are other ones like Pigface. They're just an eternal supergroup with just bad <laughs> who's industrial in, who's people. Who's in Pigface? As like every, it's every industrial person. Yeah. Ever. it's like that guy from Marilyn Manson, and I think Steve Albini might have been in it for a little bit. And there's hmm. probably a guy from like that Mortal Coil and Trent Reznor. Does and they're Big just Black always, count as a supergroup? No. No, it does not count as a supergroup for oh, not big black. No, I'm sorry, the shellac. Does no, shellac count? No. no one listening to this this show <laughs> wants to hear me talk about shellac at all. Anyway, but so John, so Chicken Foot would be of the supergroups. Who who, who do gets, we have? I mean, who do we have left? We well, we've we got we've assigned Golden the State. Th- yeah, but Golden State Golden State should be reserved for. Probably for the Traveling Wilburys. I think so. I think that might be true, but Traveling Wilburys, the guys are over the hill. I mean, no, well, they've made their cultural impact. Not necessarily. Not in 
1980 whatever it was it's like, like they, the late 80s early 90s yeah they're still they still all consider themselves they're they're all legends but yeah. they all still consider themselves relevant they yeah. do a record in a style that isn't popular at the time not giving a fuck yeah and then just kind of just we're like we're the traveling wilburys when we feel yeah. like it they created their own backstory i mean yeah. i can't even imagine how like who was like hey guys Traveling Wilbury sound fun? Let's do it. We've yeah. been talking about... I mean, when did these guys ever talk to each other? No, they were just messing around. And that was Bob Dylan, <clears throat> Jeff Lynn of ELO. Yep. Tom Petty. Petty. Rest in peace. Roy Arbison. Rest in peace. And George Harrison. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, it was... I mean, those I don't are, remember you know, Bob Dylan all being it at all. I'm, yeah, I, and if you listen to this, like, if you listen to the music, you don't really hear him as much as you hear those other guys. Well, I so I listen to Handle with Care because me too. You hear uh, Roy Orbison can't mistake a can't mistake his voice. Uh, he, he he pulls it in for he, I think the second. No, because he's the guy. He's the guy they all probably loved. He's yeah. he's the he's the guy they all want to play with. He's the he's Steph the guy, Curry. He he was the first guy. And right? He, Steph Curry was the first guy. He's yeah. the guy that was like they're like whatever, give him whatever he wants, he'll do it. Yeah, let's that, place the pieces around him. Right, and then I'm go- I'm gonna put I'm gonna put is Dylan uh, Durant in this situation. Yeah, because he's he. They can win without him. Yeah, yeah. They can definitely win without him. Exactly. Would I, you and I? Would you or I notice a difference if the Traveling Wilburys had just never had Bob Dylan in it? Probably not. No, I did. I honestly, I'm pretty sure Tom Petty just does Dylan's voice good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like they don't need him, but he's cool to have around. And Jeff Lynn can do anything. I mean, and Jeff Lynn is like Jeff Lynn is. Well, who would that be? I would say I would say Draymond Green. Well, but J- Draymond Green is like noticeable. He's out in the front. He's yeah. he probably more like George Harrison, always like probably the best guy in the group. Yeah. But yeah. Would be would be Draymond. Anyway. Maybe maybe Jeff Lynn would be Clay Thompson. Like super talented. Yeah. But overshadowed. Yeah, great. And and willing to and willing to just be the guy that yeah. is the last living one. Yeah. So totally. Jeff Lynn will be the last living <laughs> yeah. traveling Wilbury. If he if he has Clay any. Thompson has some has some longevity, I think. When Bob Dylan dies, do you think people will say, "Well, that's the end of the Traveling Wilburys"? <laughs> <laughs> um, That'll probably be their first reaction. Hey, John, I hate to interrupt, but I just got a text message from K. Chris. He's going to call in three minutes. Excellent. So you you'll be able to switch from basketball to your true love, football. But you should stick around and and stay stay on the on the mic because. Well, see if I do. I don't. I don't have anything to say about football. You well, know, I, John, when I was at the when I was at the gym last night, I was watching uh, your team beat the Chiefs, and I just couldn't do it. I was like, I'm losing snob credentials here watching football. This is just not good for me. I can do one better, John. I went to a football game yesterday. Yesterday, the first one in probably ten years, and I and it. I need one every ten years to remember why going to football is terrible. It sounds miserable. It's. I mean. Let alone the fact that the Jets, all their fans are so dejected. Half the stadium Even was now? Patriots fans, so it oh, always God. confused me. And the Patriots ended up winning well, too. And the parking, and the and the driving, and the jersey, and whatever. Yeah. The the bottom line is, I I don't want to see the play. I just want to see the movie. Like <laughs> <laughs> football is for TV. It's not for yeah. being there in person. Yeah, it's. It, you could even just watch the highlights. I mean. I can't. Well, I mean, I, I, I appreciate uh, the game. Obviously, I'm not going to sit here and shit talk. I'm not going to join you in shit talking NFL unless we're talking about concussions. 
or how the league is run or racism. Yeah. But I or but domestic the, violence. But I'm not gonna or... take away the fact that like it, it it's a game people enjoy and I I enjoy mostly get gambling on it. Uh, but but I can see why it's lost a lot of appeal and and it. And I think it it's isn't. mostly the stuff that you're talking about too. It's just hard to forget about that stuff while you're in the moment. Right. I mean, I guess especially I, when you can I guess watch a four something. and a half hour b- baseball game, which you enjoy, is it far yeah. more enjoyable experience? It's true. And then again, it gives me this, like it has a certain um, connoisseur's appeal. It has a certain snobbish that's what, factor. That's, no, see, that's what fucking people from out of town who moved to New York think. That they can wear their dumb fucking Minnesota Twins hat and be oh, like, yeah. I like baseball year-round. I'll watch all 169 <laughs> games. 62. Well, I, I appreciate the history. I appreciate the timing. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I like the pacing. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I, I man, I could go on and on about baseball. You know what I will say? I will. My defense will sound a lot. Won't, won't sound very much like a defense. But my defense is, baseball is boring when it's supposed to be boring, and it's exciting when it's supposed to be exciting. Right. It's boring for the entire regular for the season whole re- regular season. Unless your team is going to be in the playoffs, it's boring for the whole regular so, season. And that just gives you something to look forward to in November as opposed when to, baseball playoffs. As opposed are to basketball. Which I'm expecting to just be boring the whole year. Basketball? That's, yeah. Jesus. Dude. All right. Well, with that, I mean, I'm waiting for the phone to ring. I keep looking at the phone being like, oh, You just shit. want me to stop depressing you I, uh, I with can my see. criticism of your favorite pastimes here. John, keep talking. Anyway, Chris is trying to work the phone right now. John, I, see he, I see he's texting Chris a number. The panic is rising. I, you've made me feel bad now. I feel like I've insulted your listeners by no, no, you haven't insulted anybody. Shit on football. But, no, no, talk, you can talk. I don't shit on football. You can definitely talk like shit it. about baseball, but you can't talk shit about basketball because well, that's you your just true spent love. half an hour talking about basketball, and it is a yeah, love that and, I will and working love. myself into a you know a mild funk about it, like. I but think that, the, that's, the point for that the we listener, didn't, that's just you, John. Yeah. You just you work yourself into a mild funk. <laughs> I think for about maybe a popsicle. maybe for more like, than man, just the listener, popsicle, it's gonna the, melt. It's me. It's gonna make my lips pink. <laughs> I don't, it's not really that refreshing. <laughs> you know the worst part about a popsicle makes your teeth cold. <laughs> See, there you go. You can. That's make, me in a nutshell. No, I like dessert. <laughs> this is what I'll say about supergroups and. Put a cl- depressingly put a, put what a ribbon I on this, on what this also, what I th- what I think about time. basketball is it supergroups are really just about rich people being bored. They come up with little jokes like Derek and the Dominoes like oops is it Eric? I don't know. The traveling Wilburys like ooh who it's these Wilbury brothers. There's this Elephant Six supergroup. I think it's Captain Organ. John, we're not talking all, about that. We're saying <laughs> You don't want to talk one. about neutral milk hotel? Exactly. We're not They're going all, into they, that. Anyway, they all wear masks on stage. It's a total ruse. It's a joke. <clears throat> all these guys just Wait, need... like... All these guys just need things to do because their lives are empty well, without it. I think they it. also need to stoke an ego. And I think yeah. that guys with big egos sometimes can find other guys with big egos and say, hey, let's do this great thing. It yeah. won't work it from won't a chemistry work. standpoint. Yeah. It's not going to be organic. Yeah. We'll we're ne- not going to have a hit. We're not going to hang out. We're just going to try to like will it in a studio. Yeah, totally. And then it will fall Let the apart. producer put it together. It'll, but we won't even ever have a plan for a long distance future. So we won't feel like we failed if we only produce one record. Exactly. CP3, Mello, they're both prepping the way to leave after this season and join LeBron. <clears throat> and that's going to be the ultimate, like, deflating supergroup. 
It's just gonna be so like you want to see the three of them get together finally and not win. It's just so. Well, I mean, no one, no one ever wins with supergroups, John. Yeah, <laughs> except for the Warriors. Well, the Warriors. I mean, at the Warriors. But you had a good point. They could win without Durant. Exactly. They, they would have won without Durant. So it's just the icing on the cake. So I guess Chris says he's on the phone listening to us talk. Let's see if we can. P- yeah, go ahead. Whoa, whoa, oh, I, hi. I think hi. I hear Chris. That sounds terrible in my headphones. Turn him up. Hey, Chris, can you hear Hello. us? Hey, I hear you. Can you hear us? Hi. Hey, can you hear us? You guys are really getting into it. Yeah, we're re- you were listening to us talk about it. We were We were filling time. Not The phone never rang. There's no, a little no, bit of just, stress involved. Yeah, you just have to pay attention to the thing because I think it flashes or something. It did, John, we, I mean, Chris, we tested it out. It rang before. We were expecting a ring so, this time. It rang for me, Chris. Weird. Yeah, well... I don't know what to tell you. I think it's probably because John's here. And, uh, and Chris, John's going John's gonna to listen to us talk about football because he just pronounced his undying love for the sport. It's and, true. And he wants, oh, to hear us, he wants to hear our opinion of it. Fantastic. So with that, I'm going to mute John's mic. <laughs> <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> he can no talk, he can you, talk in the shadows. John, we love you. Uh, please stick around. You, you want to crack me a beer while you're... Yeah, you, do, do your old job, John. Make sure the levels are good. <laughs> yeah, John. <laughs> Get Say, back in your rightful place. Yeah. Oh, Chris, what was the show that we were obsessed with that John didn't know when we used to do our old podcast about a barber, but I don't think it was really about a barber. About a barber? There was never a barber show, it. right? Um, I can't remember what show it would have been that we were talking about. We'll have to get back to I it. Don't, yeah, I don't remember. Like, what? I'm thinking it was, was des- it like TV? designing women or something. Was it? John <laughs> just gave me the thumbs up. It was designing women. It was designing women? It was designing women. And, and, oh, and I, okay. I'm, fi- I'm fine with people knowing that I like that show. There's nothing wrong it, with it. It broke, it, broke, it broke ground. Yeah. It was, they, it, it was the first show to ever have an outwardly painter as a character. No oh, one had ever played a painter before on a sitcom, <laughs> on a modern-day sitcom. And they, there was Elvin just wearing his painting clothes all the time, always right. painting. Forever, little, like painters he had do. That little, a painter's cap or something too. Yeah, painters. Like, yeah, well, had the whole fucking coveralls. It was that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. But All it, right. It didn't take place right. in a salon. It, there was never a salon. They were designing women, John. They were interior designers. Oh, they yeah. designed. Come on, John. I'm pretty. Yeah, I John. Mean, the title so, was no, obvious. John just tried to touch his his go light, and I I slapped his hand away. Chris, let's get to Good. picks. How about that? That sounds great. I All right. Do a bit of a, uh, you want to you want to tell us how we how we finished the this previous week? I don't. Oh, good. You don't want to tell us, or you don't know? It. Oh, I do know. I just don't want to talk about it. it. Was that bad? I Chris, I said this last night, and I'll say it again. No one got yesterday right. There was no uh, way. There was no way to know. Not. There was no way know. to know. You you were five and eight. Um, I'll take it. You 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 refused to pick one game. And I stand by that so decision. You, got, you can put you it in the spared. last column. I don't care. Okay. Uh, I was five and nine. So we're both five and nine. I'll take it. Sure. Yeah. Um, you can give me the loss. You you were still 48 and 40 overall. Perfect. Um, and I uh, fell below the proverbial Mendoza line, if it were, 
and uh, 43 and 46. I think the Mendoza line is like 248. Well, it's so, 200. It's 200. It's batting 200. No, it's not. So I'm, it's like 232 yeah, it's or something. No, no, it's 200. We're going to have to fight look about it up. this. John, okay. look it up. John, could you look that up? Could you please quickly look up? This is so great. He's here. John, could you please quickly look up the Mendoza line? This is exactly the old. We got the, the, the teams back. The teams yeah. back. The yeah. teams back. Bob's your uncle. All right, Chris, let's start it yeah. off tonight. Okay. Mr. Monday Night finally had a loss. You did. But it doesn't mean I still don't get to go first. No, it, it, of course not. And it doesn't. And no one's ever perfect. So I think you can, you know, you know, one loss a, a season for you on Monday nights is, is acceptable. Yeah, because I'm going to nail this one. You've you got, are. You got. I'm curious it's, to know which one. It's the Colts coming to Tennessee Town. Uh-huh. Mariota's back, which yes. means they're giving seven and a half to the lowly mm-hmm. Colts. Uh, yep. The Pagano already saved saved his job one week. That means he has to lose the following week. It's the Pagano way. Now, will he lose by seven and a half? That's the question. He likes that to lose in question. heartbreaking fashion. So I'm going to... He does. I'm going to give... I No, no. I take that back. It's going to be Tennessee. They're going to win by probably 24 points. I think so, too. Although, I was quickly looking up... Um, I was trying to... Indy hasn't lost by many... But teams are getting teams think. are scoring fifty points. It's cr- it's a crazy season. I feel like it's crazy. And Tennessee yeah. like can score fifty points or score three. It, you right. Ju- you just don't know. It's a it's yeah. a, it's a it's a bad coaching duel. And I feel like maybe Tennessee wins just because of home field advantage. I do too, and I think I think it's it, it's even like you know ten points or something. I, I just don't think I think what's going to happen to India is maybe the same thing when they played Seattle. They held in there for you know two or three quarters, and then the wheels kind of fall off. Tennessee's home. Brisket's half the person he is. Brisket's not good. I'm sorry, he's not. You're, <laughs> you guys were wrong about him. He's. I mean, of, he's okay. Nah. I don't think he's like. Nah. Uh, let's know, go. Let's go to Thursday okay. night because you're Mr. Thursday night, right. and we only have 18 minutes, so I'm gonna try to keep us on track. So I apologize just for rushing. Just make sure we're both taking Tennessee, right? Yeah, yeah, we got it. Okay, great. Okay, so Thursday night, Oakland is getting two and a half points. With KC in town, cars. Look at you on the road and reading off the fucking odds. I'm so proud of you. Like, yeah, you, I got the thing you, on me here. You do it all. Good. You do it all. Yeah. Um, this, I mean, this whole week, I, I'm, I'm, I have no idea what's going on here. But t- Oakland at home, two and a half. It, it kind of feels like I, I don't want to say in you know Kansas City falling back to earth a little bit, but after that loss to Pittsburgh yesterday, which was impressive for Pittsburgh, but um. I kind of feel like taking Oakland in the points for no reason at all. I mean, I think that the, you could bet the entire season that way. <laughs> like, I'll take the team that's right here because I don't know anything about anything. Like, that feels yeah. totally fine. Right. Nothing, no yeah. one's going to hold that against you. I'm going to stick by the fact that I think Derek Carr is dog shit. And I've said it before, cool. and I'll say it again. I just don't think he's that good. I, I, yeah. And I think that, I think that, wow, wait, it's a short week. Mm. Short week. Oh, I take it back. Andy Reid on a short week. I'm taking. I'm taking Oakland. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm gonna take. I'm taking the home dogs. I switched. I just remembered who the coach was on the other side of the the field, and I I've changed my opinion in the moment. Although I feel like Kansas City's gonna blow Oakland out, though. Probably. I don't know. Um, Nope. Who knows? I don't know anymore. So we'll just keep flipping a coin. So we're both taking Oakland. We'll both take Oakland. Flip a coin on this one. Arizona at L.A. Rams. 
Yeah. Uh, Rams giving up three and a half points because they're at home. Um, I, I think that Arizona game yesterday was an aberration. Um, Tampa Bay has completely just crapped the bed, I think, here somehow. They're not um, going to get over that loss, that, that primetime loss. They're in their heads. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Rams look pretty good to me. Arizona, I don't think, and at home, even though it might not be really a home field advantage for LA, I think they'll, I think they'll wipe the floor with Arizona on this one. I, I gotta disagree. Remember you how like I was, Arizona remember lately. how I was saying that Goff is a great quarterback. <laughs> Goff is a shitty quarterback, dude. Like Bortles outplayed that dude. Way outplayed him yesterday. I mean, it was two, it was two special teams, two special team scores. That that pick, the pick the Bortles threw was a deflection. I think that has Goff thrown for two hundred yards in his last three games combined. Like I, I'm I'm off Goff. I like Arizona. I like the Peterson. I like Palmer. Yeah, I like a, I like the oldest team in football. Like the they're they're old dogs. They're Great. It's, it's like that movie where like Tim Allen and. Some and other guys get on motorcycles. I think Martin Lawrence maybe joined them. Wild hogs. Yeah, yeah. It's, they're the wild hogs of John Travolta. Of, and, uh, yeah, Travolta yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Good luck with that. Wait till um, they I go into they'll go into a bar, Palmer. get weird looks. That's this game. That's L.A. <laughs> they're gonna come out on top. Okay, great. Let's just not talk any more about Arizona because I can't stand them. Okay. Um, Baltimore on the road, getting five points in Minnesota. Uh, you got it's this. You. You can, this is me? Uh, yeah, I took Rams. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, is Minnesota, I guess? I don't know. Who's quarterback? <laughs> is is Case Keenum the quarterback? No, I think Bradford's kind of back. If Bradford's in, sure. I want the Ravens. If Keenum's in, I want the Vikings. That's. Can I do that? <laughs> you want to wait until later in the week? No, I just, that's how I want it. Okay. okay. I don't know how to do that, though. <laughs> That's how we're doing it this week. All right. All right. I'll go back. I'll listen to this show, and then we'll, we'll make some adjustments later. I'd, I'll tell you exactly out. what it is. If Bradford starts, I want the Ravens. If Case Keenum starts, I want Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. All right. Who do you like? Um, I like neither team. <laughs> I hate purple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. I, I, I man, I don't know. I, th- this is another dumb game. That this is why people probably don't bet this game. Who, who are smart? Chris, um, this is why we filled the first half an hour with supergroup talk. Like the season's <laughs> in shambles. We don't even know what's happening. <laughs> I don't even want to bet anymore. Close your eyes, pick um, a team. Let's move on to to the Colts. I'll take, I'll take Minnesota because they're at home, and and I I just don't understand Baltimore um, at all. I don't, I don't know how to bet on them either way. So I'll take Minnesota, and we'll go to the next game. Carolina in Chicago. Wait. we Oh, shit. We got a lot of teams games to go. Uh, this is your pick. Yeah, Chicago's at home. Home dog, three and a half points. Um, Chicago's the one that keeps screwing with me, so I might as well take Chicago at home game, getting the points because they seem to be a good home home team. If they've been screwing you, that's all I need to know. No, I I, yep. I didn't. I, I thought Cam looked weird the other night. He he was throwing the ball into the ground. uh I don't know. It's I, I think that Chicago's defense might get to him, and and I'm I'm all in on Trubinsky or whatever the fuck his name is. So yeah, I'll take the Mitchell. home. I'm going to go on your home dogs uh, theory Great. this week. Okay. Except for this next Great. game. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, I think again. I think Jacksonville kind of. I don't know what happened to him. Jacksonville at the, the Colts, by the way. Right. Um, so Colts if getting three. three points. 
in Indy, I, I think it'd be stupid not to take Jacksonville out that thing. I, you know, I think um, they're gonna. The, I think the, Jacksonville. This feels like a lock. The really good teams. This feels like yeah. a lock out of the week. Actually, I think you're right. That might be. We might be able to call this one early again too. And hey, Chris. Speaking yeah. of locks of the week, uh, so we couldn't figure out a lock of the week. I was on my way to the Meadowlands or former Meadowlands, trying to figure it out. Chris had sent me a bunch of his thoughts. We kind of fumbled around on the pack for a minute. And then we decided on the pack. And then after I, you boarded your plane and I stopped texting with you, I wrote to Ben Mo and chose the Jets to cover. <laughs> I, yeah. went, I went out on my own limb because I wanted something to root for at the game. I took a selfish path and was like, I at least want something to be – I wanted there to be a reason for me to go to that place. And Absolutely. So, and so we got we're – back to, we're back to 500 with our locks of the week, three and three. Yep. So yeah. I, let's just go ahead and say we're going to take Jacksonville this week. Absolutely. I right. agree with it. I, I, think it's a, I think it's a pretty safe bet, actually, uh, as far as this week goes. Cool. Which I don't know what means anything at all. But yeah, Nothing means anything, Chris. Right. We're just on this flying orb in <laughs> <laughs> this mortal coil. Uh, outer space I want to say mortal coil twice ship. in one show. Uh, <laughs> Jets at Miami. Yeah. Wow. This, three points. I might go down to Miami to check this one out because that Jets game was so much fun in person. <laughs> I would just travel with this team. Like I'll follow them anywhere. You're the good Like luck Jimmy shot. Buffett. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Why not? So is this my pick? This is your pick. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I like that defense. They, they were pumped up that entire game. You, that's one thing I noticed in person. That defense is playing like a high school defense. They're so fired up and fun. And they yep. could they'll they'll do damage on on Cutler. And the offense isn't too terrible either. And they got screwed yesterday on that penalty. They didn't. The, uh, we can talk about this till the cows come home. They didn't screw. They screwed themselves by trying to score with forty seconds left in the first half. They should have just no, kneeled fine. on the ball. I mean, uh, that was their own yeah. damage. That's Jets football. Who do you who do you like, Chris? <laughs> and then I'm gonna tell you um, you're wrong. And right. <laughs> uh, the last time these two played a couple weeks ago, the Jets blew out and dominated Miami. That's not going to happen again. But Miami, I don't think, will win this game. Um, it'll be close, but I think taking the three points with Jets is not a dumb idea. So I will take the Jets. This already feels this like an, another five and nine week for us. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I just don't. I just don't see how Miami is. Is the off that offense is just trash? Although yesterday they beat Atlanta for some goddamn reason, and I don't know how that happened. Well, Chris, um, a, I mean, we might have stumbled upon something. NFL is impossible to pick. Yeah. We're in seriously. the wrong business. We're going to have to find other I feel jobs. like I should be taking Miami on this one, but I'm not going to. I'll take Jets in the points. There you go. Some, there yeah. you go. So, next you, game. This um, this might be a lock itself. Oh, because A-Rodge is down? A-Rodge is Let's gone. never speak his name again. From yeah. now on, there was you only know, one Rodgers, Jordan Rodgers. We, right, we were right about a quarterback uh, being injured for the season. We just never assumed it would be Aaron Rodgers. Eli lasted longer than Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Carson Palmer. This this definitely yeah. feels like New Orleans is just throwing the ball all over the place. Uh, yeah. I, I like them. I like, I like everything about New Orleans. You were right. I was wrong. They're a fun team this year. <laughs> I'll take New Orleans. <laughs> Giving up five. I'm gonna take him. I'm gonna take him too. I, I don't know. I don't see how. I, I just don't see who. Whatever quarterback is playing for the Green Bay is, is gonna do anything for an offense for them. Uh, and their defense is maybe average at best. I I was um, wondering who the when I heard he got hurt yesterday, 
I thought their backup might be Brett Favre. <laughs> like, I thought maybe he was just still there. Like I think he's just on permanent like reserve. Yeah, he's just know, like, so, I, yeah. let me slip out yeah. of these Lee jeans and put on my my tight pants. All right, Tennessee, Tennessee at Cleveland. Jeez. Cleveland's given seven hundred points. Yeah, Who do you and like? they will still will not cover. They're so. Um, I was wrong again. Hogan, Hogan garbage. Hogan might be Hogan might be worse than Kaiser. Hogan um, garbage. And I'm never betting on Cleveland. I don't care how many points they get. I'll take Tennessee on this one, especially if Mariota is even healthier than tonight. Yeah, there's this team is in shambles, baby shambles. I think they're yeah they're done. So um, let's go to San Francisco. Yeah. Where they hey, face. Speaking of, hey, did Mike Pe- did Mike Pence go to the football game in D.C. yesterday? And not, I have no idea. yeah, exactly. Okay, just wondering. I, I forgot to check that. Uh, so yeah. what were you saying? Uh, I'm in San Francisco right now. Oh, cool. That's where I am calling in from. Are you, are you, on, um, are you on a trolley listening to the Grateful Dead while eating rice aroni? Uh, hell yeah. The three th- do you have a mustache? <laughs> you, you know, I do. <laughs> You're doing it right then. You're doing San Francisco right. <laughs> Um, there is an interesting little nugget I found that um, about San Francisco this season, and I'm quickly looking for it here. Like 49, uh, they're the first team to lose five straight games by three points or less. Yeah, I knew it was going to be a, a it was going to be a three points or less one. I can't believe it's five. That's, yeah. That so doesn't feel like uh, they'll do it again. Yeah, I, I mean San Francisco's getting six points at home against Dallas. Against the um, against the the. Darren McFadden, Dallas. Yeah. yeah, Dallas. So I think why not, you know, go for it and take San Francisco. Why don't you just call the rest of my games for me? Because you said it perfectly. I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> I think I can, actually. Let's see if I can guess yours right. <laughs> uh, we'll try to guess. Okay. I'm going to try to guess mine. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh giving six because they're back. They're back, but I feel like I, I have a feeling you don't think they're quite back or you're not quite on that on uh, ready to, to buy in yet on that. Um, although only six, only six points in Pittsburgh, I personally think that would be stupid to bet on to take six points with Cincinnati. Um, but what would I but do? So you, but I feel so, like, so you I just, feel like you can never, in the most you, fucked up way, called me stupid. Because <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's of course the direction I'm going is the stupidest way you could possibly do it, right? <laughs> I feel like you're going to go with Cincinnati in the points because you can never really bet on Pittsburgh. You have some sort of uh, thing there. Well, I, do, I don't think I, – I do think Pittsburgh is going to – I think that they got lucky yesterday a little bit. Yes. And I think yeah. that they, they'll win this game, but they won't win by six. They'll win by two and a half points. So I would, mm-hmm. I would, take, I would take Cincinnati in the points. Okay, great. Take Cincinnati in the points. See, I was right. You were going to take Cincinnati in the points. Um uh, next game then, Denver at Chargers. Chargers are the home dog game of only two and a half points. I, it still confounds me how bad the Chargers are. But There's two only, games in L.A. that no one cares about in one day. <laughs> <laughs> I wish the Galaxy were playing too, and then no one would go anywhere. Are the Dodgers Maybe playing? Oh, I hope the Dodgers play on Sunday too. It will be a huge sports day that no one gives a shit about because they're all in sunshine and happy and don't want to drive. I think they should play the football and the soccer teams at the same time on the same field. I think that would make it a little more interesting. I think actually, the Rams the and Chargers happens. should have to play each other every week, and the team with the oh. most wins gets to be in L.A., and the other team has to go to Hackensack or something. 
I that sounds good, actually. I yeah. what, what, do like the, what do you like in What do you like in this game, Chris? Uh, I'm, I'm going to take. I'm actually going to take the Chargers at home. Um, I just feel like they're they're going to they steal one here against Denver. Although Denver's, I don't know anything about Denver anymore, and I don't really care. So, I know the um, Golden Goose played last night. Did he? Golden Goose got like four passes last night at the end of the I first half. I didn't even see it. Dude, I, I, man, I wish you were here right now, Chris. I wish John wasn't next to me so we could talk about the Golden I, Goose. But we'll save yeah, it for next I was, week. I was four beers deep and and uh, getting off a plane. Which I think, in, in so San I Francisco I didn't even, even know what time that game deep. was when it compared to being here, so I have no idea what anything was going on. We're both taking the Chargers. I think they're going to go on a mini run like they would do every year and get everyone's hopes yeah. up and then collapse. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go to – the, oh, Giants! The Giant. Are you nervous now? The the Seahawks have to play the Giants because they looked so good last night. Apparently, I are you even, shaking I in your boots? Like, how, <laughs> I am. I'm sh- I'm quivering here. Um, normally, you know what? I keep. I always say I shouldn't bet on the Seahawks because they they're not good against the spread. But I just don't think there's no way Giants can do it two weeks in a row against good run defenses. Um, no, dude. Darkwa. That-, that dude ain't doing shit. He ain't doing shit against Seattle. The only thing I have worried about is their defense against our offense. Six points seems like a lot. Um, it, this is going to be a low-scoring game. Don't talk yourself out of it. Uh, I'll fine. I'll stick with Seattle. I'll give up six points. I think it's a stupid bet, though. But whatever. I think you're wrong, dude. I think that. I think that. Let me show you the way, as Thunder Cat once said. Let's let's follow <laughs> Seattle to the promised land. Let's get. Okay. It's gonna. I think they're gonna win. Seattle usually plays good against the, uh, the Giants, even in in New York too. So there's some history and some precedent there. And it will be fun to have yeah. them like dash any like false hope that the Giants fans have that their team yeah, is like better exactly. without like Odell Beckham. And I want to, and hopefully I want to stick it to Peter because apparently he has a system and he's taking the Giants. So we don't. I don't even want to talk about Peter's system. Yeah, because I already exactly. talked about it. <laughs> let's let's talk about the last his game. abacus. Atlanta in New England. Okay, is this one? Do I get to go first? Point. Uh, yeah, you do. Boy, New England. If they play a team that can get to the quarterback, they will lose. Atlanta mm-hmm. can't get to the quarterback, though. I feel like this is just another one that they're going to sneak out. New England's doomed. They're they're terrible. That dude, the guy that wears the tent at the with the pencil in his hat, I can never remember his name. It was a lady named Shirley. Patricia. Yeah. Patricia. Shirley. Yeah. He, I could see him on the bench all day yesterday, just wandering around like he was like the apple of the Fruit of Loom commercials. I can't, I, he's bad. He's bad at defensive coordinator. I don't get it. No one has figured it out yet. I, uh, but nonetheless, I think New England will cover. Okay. Um, this is a great offense against a terrible defense. Um, it's going to be a high scoring game basically for both sides. Uh, I'll take the three and a half points because I think that half a point might make the difference in this game, and Ooh, uh, I'll take Atlanta. Good call. That was that was. It's nice to end on a on a smart play. <laughs> so, <laughs> even though it's going to be wrong, so whatever. let's let's never speak of it again. <laughs> Great. Hey, Chris. We got to go. Have fun. Have. Are you going to Are you going to wine country? Are you going to, f- nope. to fight fires? Okay, no. cool. No wine country. It's, yeah, I'm going to go fight some fires. All right. Well, good luck out there. Remember, you too. To remember to stay hydrated, um, and I'll uh, I'll see you next week. All right, man. Cool. Good luck. Peace. Bye. And peace to you. Bye.
Oh, 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 oh.